Run it back. Thank you for listening to Central Alabama Crime Stoppers podcast. We are a nonprofit organization serving the state of Alabama. If you have any information regarding a crime, please contact the police or Crime Stoppers using our anonymous 24-hour tip line at 215-STOP, area code 334, or by downloading our P3 Tips app from your app store. When you call, be sure to receive a tip ID and password in order to dialogue with investigators in case there is a follow-up question. You can also contact us at our toll-free number at 1-833-AL1-STOP or visit our website at 215stop.com and follow us on Facebook at Central Alabama Crime Stoppers. Always remember, if you see something, say something. I am David Hicks. I am the Director of Operations for Central Alabama Crime Stoppers. Thank you for joining us. We like to bring families on uh, from code cases, talk to them about what they're going through. These victims' families are really going through difficult times uh, after they find out about the crime that happened to their family and they have to deal with it, and then they don't have answers. They go through this time period without any answers. We provide this podcast to give families an outlet to talk and discuss what their family member meant to them, what they're doing to get through the difficult times and what you can do to help them. And we at Crime Stoppers, uh, we want to be a big part of that. We want to help the families. We do that every day. We put the lookouts for these uh, suspects out there, put these stories out there for everyone to see. And if you have information, we want you to call. Today, this one really uh, is a tough one. It's an older case from 2010. It's going to be the case of Bo Hutchins. He was 41 years old. He was the victim of a deadly shooting that happened in broad daylight. It was here in Montgomery, Alabama. It happened March 8th. That was a Thursday in 2010 at 1.32 in the afternoon. Montgomery police responded to 3300 block of McGee Road. It was going to be an apartment complex in reference to a subject shot. Upon arrival, police located the victim, Hutchins, who sustained life-threatening injuries which were a gunshot wound. Hutchins was overcome by his injuries and later pronounced deceased on the scene. The investigation is now in the hands of the Montgomery DA's Cold Case Task Force. Investigators are requesting information from anyone that may have information to help solve this case. We at Crime Stoppers are offering a $5,000 reward. Wrap your mind around that, $5,000. If you have information, this may be something that you've heard of. You may heard someone talk about it. If you have information and it leads to the arrest of the suspect, you will be rewarded $5,000. You will remain anonymous. No one will identify you. We can assure you of that. We will promise you that you will remain anonymous. That's what Crime Stoppers is all about. You can call us. You can talk to us. We are not going to ask you who you are. You say, well, how am I going to get that $5,000? I've got to identify myself to get that $5,000. We have a very private way of doing that. We will notify you, inform you of how to make that happen. We are all about you remaining anonymous if you have information. We understand that sometimes you have information and you don't want anyone else to know that you have that information. But we need that. The family needs that. So today, that's what this episode is all about, talking to the family. I have with us our executive director, Tony Garrett, and he will be interviewing the family. And Tony, I'm going to turn it over to you, sir. Oh, thank you, Hicks. Again, I'm Tony Garrett. I'm the executive director of Central Alabama Crime Stoppers. We have family members here, and I'm going to let them introduce themselves. I am Terry Butler, and I am Bo's sister. I am Tracy Bavaro, and I'm Bo's older sister. We've interviewed people in the past, and I wanted pretty much to interview you guys the same way that you've done 
countless interviews about this. And one of the things we want to put out to the public that the family is still fighting. The family is still looking for information, looking for answers themselves. And this is part of it. Being on television, being exposed, giving away information about your family just so you can make a connection to the public. So with that, let's start with tell us about both. Uh, so he won't be just a number or a statistic or just a story on the news. Tell us about Bo. Bo was our younger brother. Mm -hmm. He's five years younger than me. We're only 18 months apart. Yeah. So he was the funniest human being you'll ever, ever. ever. <laughs> he was very, very funny. He was very kind, very genuine, very loving. He was an athlete. Awesome athlete. <laughs> he yeah. was the baby. He was a pretty incredible person. What school did he go, go to? He went to Hooper Academy down mm -hmm. in Hopal. We grew up in the country. And so he went to Hooper Academy, and he played um, football at Hooper and basketball um, and ran track. Then he went on to Troy State, and he played football at Troy mm -hmm. um, his freshman year at Troy. And they won a national championship, actually, wow. the year that. Was there. But yeah, and there's a really cool story. There's a funny story with that, too. There is a pretty cool story about it. Probably, I'm trying to remember how many years ago. It, actually, it was probably just a couple of years before Bo was killed. Um, my dad got a call from Troy that said, hey, because my, dad, my dad's name is Nolly. Like, Bo's real name is Nolly Edge Hudgens Jr., when my dad said he was going to have a boy, he would never curse him with a name like Molly Edge <laughs> Jr. Then he had a boy, and then he's a junior. So that's why we call him Bo. And so the Troy's new athletic director or whatever had somebody reach out to my dad and said, hey, we've got, we have a state ring here for you. And my dad's like, well, it's not me, it's my son <laughs> anyway. He called my brother. He said, hey, they shipped it to my dad, my brother's national championship ring. And they they had said they were not going to give freshmen the ring because they were freshmen. They mm -hmm. didn't have enough money to buy them a ring. So when Bo left, he didn't realize he had a ring there. So he called my brother, and he's like, hey, Bo, I need you to come by the house. I've got something for you. And Bo's like, <laughs> my dad's like, it's just a surprise. And my brother's like, and, like, he and his wife, Stacy, were at the beach, and so he was all <laughs> fired up. And anyway, so he shows up, and they had wrapped – Dad had wrapped it in Bo's old football towel, and he hands it to Bo, and Bo just starts, like, bawling. He is bawling. <laughs> he's very – he's like us. We're very emotional people. Yeah. And so he gets this ring. Some local – I think WAKA picked it up or mm -hmm. whatever – and they set it up and found the guy who found the ring, and, and he went through all the trouble to find Bo. They met on Troy's football field that year, and he walked up, and Bo got to meet him, and, and it was really special. So, but that happened like probably a year before Bo died. I, I don't know if he still wanted the truck, though. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he would probably rather have had the truck, but, you know, <laughs> yeah. But well, yeah. tell me something. Uh, uh, Bo was close to you guys, and I know it, it's hurt your family. A lot of families are going through the same thing. What type of resources did you use in order to get to this point? I know you're still not recovered yet, but no. to get to this point, what type of resources Just have you Just having used? each other and having his widow, Stacy, was a big part for me. 
was standing, you know, in contact with her. And we still do. Yeah, we're still close to her. Mm -hmm. I will tell you in the beginning, probably like most families, like you're really angry. You could allow that anger to take over and take you mm -hmm. places where you really probably don't want to go. But for me personally, I really didn't have a choice but to to turn to God and really pray for him not to allow me to be angry um, and to take what happened to Bo and somehow try to find some goodness in it. And I will tell you at my brother's funeral, it was... Standing room only. It was standing room only, and it was... People were saved that day. There's no question that mm -hmm. his death changed people's life that day, for sure. And so for, for people that are struggling, if you don't have faith in the Lord, like I definitely would you know, seek out the Lord. But if you don't, I mean, I went to counseling, um, just private counseling as well, to try to process it over the years, on and off over the years. But, you know, we have our, our family, you know, and Bo was loved by so many mm -hmm. people that, like, just hearing stories about him that we didn't even know about, like, that's been really encouraging, too. And, like, we've had people reach out to us over the years and just tell us things about Bo and things that he did that, you know, out of his kindness and or things that he did to just who he was makes it easy to, to, I mean, we have great memories of him, but, you know, also there's just a loss. We don't. And I think one of the worst things for me is our mother dying, not knowing, you know, what happened to her baby. That really and his death, hits hard. When you, when you talk about how it changes a family, that changed my mom. Mm -hmm. Like, she, the doc, when we talked to the doctors, because we started noticing, like, for, like, months, like, she would call me up and she would say, hey, what happened to Bo? Mm -hmm. Like, it's almost like she's put this block where you couldn't, she couldn't, like, like, comprehend, comprehend that he had actually bad like, it was. died. So I would literally have to retell the story and say, this mm -hmm. is what happened, and and, then, and she's like, he was shot. And I'm like, yes, he was shot. And then when we noticed that her memory was getting kind of bad and she, we thought she had dementia, they did say that a trauma like that can accelerate that. So she just, even though she had us and she loved us, mm -hmm. you know, my mom was an amazing mom. Like, I can't imagine as a mom losing a kid. And, and not I having just, any kind of justice for it. not having any any justice at all so yes uh, i have two boys myself and i can't imagine mm -mm. leaving before them no way i know this gotta be hard mm -hmm. it is and like um, my dad like my dad like he is angry with the police department mm -hmm. he just he's just like, angry he just felt like and i would probably i mean because he hasn't taken the time to go down there because he can't, obviously, and I get it, you know, but because you know, he's like, I don't understand how in broad daylight is when it happened. 
and there were probably 30 people outside of that apartment complex on the news that day. So you 30 people, if one of you knows something, because I know y'all are out there and I don't know who you are. Like That's why it's so important to get the story back out into the public because someone's holding on to information. Someone mm -hmm. saw no something. Doubt they yeah. know. There's no way. There is no way that that guy walked up in broad daylight in the middle of the day and shot a gun and left in a car left in a car <laughs> and probably from that apartment complex that i mean somebody knows something there's no way that people don't know there's just no way there's no possible way it's not like he was out in the woods by himself and somebody walked up on him and shot him and no one was around. Like there were so many people. You can go back and look at the footage, and there were there's quite a few so people many there. People standing around, and that's why I was like, "What? Like why? Like why would somebody not say something? Like they know." I know we're gonna we're gonna continue doing this from time to time. We're gonna have you back, and we're just gonna ask for an update. Uh, of course, we're going to continue to ask for updates from the police. Uh, but a lot of people go through this also where uh, they get to a point where they have to blame somebody and the police are right there. Yeah. But why isn't this case solved mm -hmm. is what you're looking for. You're looking at the district attorney. You're looking at the police. You're saying someone knows something. You know who did this. Why aren't you doing something? Yeah. I understand that almost every case that we get is the same thing. They're saying, hey, why isn't this case solved. We see it on television where you solved that one. Why can't right. you solve this one? Mm -hmm. I understand that part, but I can never be in your shoes to understand what you're going through. And I never want anyone else to be in your shoes yeah. since you are here. We hope that somebody is listening that's going through the same thing, that they're able to take what you're saying, what you're going through, and maybe they can be encouraged and maybe they can see some insights that you've given to say, okay, I need to go to faith. I need to go to counseling. Mm -hmm. I need to get help myself. Because if you go down, the rest of your family go down. Yeah. So that's one that's thing right. I applaud you guys about as far as sticking together and being a family and encouraging each other. If someone's out there and you know about this case, go ahead, give us a call. 215-STOP. $5,000 reward if it takes money. If it takes more than that, give us a call. Maybe we can negotiate. If you have information about this case, we're willing to listen. All you have to do is call. We have never had anyone to be identified since I've been over the program since 1997, since the program has been in existence. No one has been identified through Crime Stoppers. You don't have an excuse. Go ahead, give us a call, download the app, give us the information, Let's go ahead and see if we can close this case out. Thank you guys for coming out, and we'll be talking, thank talking you all later. Thank you so much. Thank you. Thank you, Tony, and, and thank you, family, for uh, for joining us uh, today. It really, really means a lot to have you with us and to hear your story. These are tough. These are not easy, but we do these so you can see the other side. We hear about these victims. We hear about murders, and you don't always know the backstory. These are these are people. These are good people. And Bo was a hardworking, good guy. Sounds like just a the kind of guy you would want to know, the kind of person you would want to have in your life. And that family has that void, not having Bo in their life. So if you know anything or know someone that said something, pass that on to us. 215-STOP. You can go online. You can go to our website, www.215stop.com. You can submit your tip that way. You can download the app. 
through P3. Simply type in P3, download the app that way, and you can submit your tip. I, any way that you do it, it's anonymous. It's a $5,000 reward. Again, if you know anything about this case, family, you are going to be in my prayers, and I'm going to pray that if someone has information or if there's something out there that is going to come out, that is definitely something I will do every day. And I ask that those out there that have faith as well, that you do that. Let's take a stand against crime and let's have justice for Bo. Thank you for tuning in and we'll see you next time. Thank you for listening to Central Alabama Crime Stoppers podcast. We are a nonprofit organization serving the state of Alabama. If you have any information regarding a crime, please contact the police or Crime Stoppers using our anonymous 24-hour tip line at 215-STOP, area code 334, by downloading our P3 Tips app from your app store. When you call, be sure to receive a tip ID and password in order to dialogue with investigators in case there is a follow-up question. You can also contact us at our toll-free number at 1-833-AL1-STOP or visit our website at 215stop.com and follow us on Facebook at Central Alabama Crime Stoppers. Always remember, if you see something, say something. And hey, yo, Nick, run it back.